Hey everyone, welcome to Strong Mind, Strong Body. I'm your host, Angie Miller. I have a question for you. When was the last time you made a purchase without reading what other people had to say about your potential purchase? I don't know about you, but I am addicted to reading testimonials or reviews about products before I buy them. And often the irony is that I don't invest a lot of time and effort into showing people testimonials about my own products. And yet I recognize how much value I put into them when I purchase products and services. It really got me to thinking, okay, Angie, if you put this much thought into reading reviews and testimonials, maybe you should put some thought into gathering your own reviews and testimonials for people who can speak to the services that you offer. And that brings me to my very special guest who has become a good friend, but she's also an incredible, incredible keynote speaker coach. And her name is Carrie Childers. Carrie is a keynote speaker coach. She's also the owner of Thought Leader Connection. And I can tell you that I personally have worked with Carrie. But Carrie's going to talk to us today about the fact that we are all very driven by reading testimonials to make sure that our purchases are in line with what, you know, what we're really expecting out of this product. And she's going to talk about how we can use testimonials to grow our influence and also ways that we can market our services to attract our ideal client. So without any further ado or information, Carrie, come on in and introduce yourself. Uh, hi, Angie. It's so great to be here. I absolutely loved working with you and I'm just thrilled to have a minute with your audience today. I think what everyone in your audience is doing is helping all of us be the healthiest people we can be, right? And wow, do we ever need that right now in our culture is healthy living. So anything I can do to help your audience build their business, I'm all in. Awesome. Well, good, because I think you're a great business builder. So, you know, Carrie, you've been, you work with keynote speakers, right? And you help them develop their trade and help them market themselves and help them understand what it takes to be a speaker, correct? Correct. It's a lot of fun. And Angie is a fantastic speaker. If anyone needs somebody to come on their platform, <laughs> highly recommend her. All yeah. right. Well, thank you, Carrie. So quick question for you, because, you know, when you and I talked about doing this episode, true story, I had to go on my website and think, what did I do with those testimonials? So years ago, I used to have a gazillion testimonials from presentations and from fitness videos because back in the day, I produced fitness videos. Did you know? And um, I had a bunch of testimonials from my fitness videos that I had taken from people who wrote to me, from people who wrote on, on Amazon, from people who wrote in on all of my distributors and said, hey, you know, this, that, or the other about my videos. And then I started an online coaching retreat and I had some uh, clients do video testimonials. So you and I are talking about doing this. And I thought, where are those video testimonials? Did we end up putting them on my site? And I found them kind of buried. And I thought, shame on me. So anyway, well, no, there is no shame, but it made me realize that they need to move my testimonials because they're kind of buried on my site. But, you know, my first question to you, because I know how I ask people to do a video testimonial for me, and I know that it was suggested to me to stop doing just written testimonials, that I should be getting more video testimonials because those seem to be more, um, build more personal trust and, and people 
can look at the person doing the presentation in the video, but what do you think when you ask for a, a testimonial? What's your guidance to people who want those? How do you, how do you go to people and say, "Can you talk really good about me?" <laughs> well, that's the hardest part, right? I think we're all just a little bit shy uh, to go out and ask for people to talk about how great we are. But what I like to do is think about it as an exercise of serving my next client. Because as you said, Angie, people want to read the reviews. They want to hear from other people what their experience was with you. And so the best way we can help other clients know that they can trust us is by asking for those testimonials. Uh, one best practice that I do is anytime one of my speakers finishes a keynote or if I finish with a client, I follow up immediately and say, can we have what I call a post-event call or a post-experience call or whatever you would want to call it for one of your clients and have them tell you what was great about what they got from it. And I always like to frame it as what went well and are there any learning moments? And a lot of times people are going to tell you exactly what went well and there's sometimes learning moments, but more so people are going to be thrilled, of course, with your service. I make a practice of just writing everything they say down. And then I flip that back to them and say, this is what I heard you say. Can I quote you? Uh, sometimes it's hard for people to come up with the words on the fly. So that way you're giving them the words and you can even massage them a little bit towards what you need using everything they've said. And once they have that, then it's really easy to flip up their phone and say that exact thing on the iPhone video also. So you can really go both ways with that, but it's just a great way to help people know what to say because testimonials, giving one can be daunt a daunting task if you're not used to it. They don't even know where to start. So that's a best practice that I like to do in my business. I like that one. I haven't actually tried that one. So a post-event call and I'm ready to go to an event next week. And so I like that idea of post-event call and you ask them kind of what went well and then you say, can I quote you? But also to your point, I have definitely heard that, that when you're at the event itself, like you said, flipping on the phone and saying, do you mind saying that on camera or, you know, into the video? And I, I kind of like the idea of giving them a chance to say it first and kind of nuance it and hear themselves say the words before you automatically turn a camera on them. Because people sometimes get nervous. They're like, oh, I don't remember what I said. And my response is, that's okay. Just say whatever you feel in that moment and be as authentic as you can, right? Well, I think that, and the great thing about video is you can redo it and you can edit, right? So, you know, it's it does feel daunting and none of us love to see ourselves on video, but the amazing thing about grabbing testimonials that way is if they didn't like the first one, then they can just delete it and try again, right? Until they get it like they like it. So taking that pressure off and helping them to realize like, it's fine. If you don't do it right the first time, I'm not, we have all that, you know, just getting people to relax and then they can be genuine in what they say too. So, yeah. And you know, one of the things that you had also told me once is that you can ask for a testimonial and kind of help them find the words, if you will. Um, like, I think you had mentioned like giving examples or something can help them. Um, is that true? Do you not, not that you spoon feed them, but just kind of say, how do you kind of help them? Because some people will be like, Oh, I don't know how to put it into words. 
Absolutely. So if I can't be speaking to them and get them kind of off the hip to give me one, I will offer, let me send you some examples and then you can formulate from there. And that helps people. If you send them five to 10 examples of what people have said in the past, it just gets their creative juices going. And then usually it's pretty easy for them to flip one back to you. And thrilled customers are happy to provide their feedback. I think we're so, I always feel like, oh, I don't want to ask somebody for something, you know, and people enjoy bragging on you when they've had a good experience with you. So, you know, it's, we're kind of robbing them of the blessing of getting to do that when we don't ask, even though on our side, I think sometimes it's hard to ask. So always wow. should ask. I like that. Robbing them of a blessing to share the good well, it's true though, because I do think that people, they like to be asked. It's almost like an honor. Anytime I've been asked to give a testimonial, I feel honored. I'm like, oh, are you kidding? Absolutely. And I feel like I do my best work when I'm speaking about somebody else, because it's so much easier to promote someone else's accolades than it is to promote your own. So Carrie, we got the testimonials, let's say. And, uh, and my mind is already moving because I'm thinking back to like an event I went to in Singapore and I'm thinking, I need to tap some of those people on the shoulder and say, will you, will you put that in video, what, what you told me after the event? Um, so what to do with them? Um, what, what do you do with them? You get the, all these videos, what's, what's your best Whereabouts say on your website should they go? Because I can oh take them out on my homepage. <laughs> yeah, yes, and they should absolutely go on your webpage. But there's so many other uses for them. I think giving a testimonial on LinkedIn is fairly easy these days, so that's a great place for your testimonials to go. And what it would be fantastic is when you have people that want to refer you. Right, um, I'm working with a client right now that has a referral partnership program that they run. Well, the best way I can tell someone to sell me or to sell this client is by giving them the tools they need to do that. And equipping people with video testimonials to pass on to the people they want to tell about you is a fantastic way to use them. And I also think if your business has different areas of focus, you want to eventually gather testimonials in each area of focus. So, you know, if you work in a healthcare industry and you also work with, I don't know, physical therapy, or you also have these different avenues, I would look to get testimonials in each of the places that you serve. That way, when somebody from that specific field comes to you and wants to know about what you do, then you have a specific testimonial to what they're looking for. So it's always a good idea to think thoroughly about where you're getting your testimonials from and make sure they span the width of who you're serving in these different circuits. Okay. Yeah. So that you get a wide variety, you know, let's say that somebody's going to do a video testimony for me because I told you my, my little wheels are turning. What's the magic uh, length of a video testimonial. Do you think? Cause I know oh. some people could go on for five minutes and some people are going to be lucky to get, get you 30 seconds. Yeah, I think that I would probably err on the side of the 30 seconds to a minute for a testimonial. Um, anything beyond that turns into like an infomercial, right? But you really can't mess up. I just think there's so many people out there that like different types, different flavors. So if you have a three minute one, great. Somebody may enjoy that whole thing, you know, um, but I would keep it. If you can keep it short and concise, we all know we have the attention span of about a goldfish right now because <laughs> social media has kind of burned our brain cells. But so I would err on keeping it short if possible. But if someone gives you a long one, keep it. I would probably enjoy listening to that about you, Angie. I would love to hear 
a long testimonial about people's great experience with you, you know? So are you kidding? You're one of the people I'm going to ask to do one. Yes, <laughs> do it. <laughs> we should trade on. Um, you know, it's funny when you said the attention span of a goldfish, I'm like, Ooh, I think you're overselling me. But yes, to your point, we don't, we don't have a long attention span right now. We want things in sound bites. I mean, isn't that the way all the sports channels work and the way that television works is just this constant changing of images that sets us up to not have to stay focused on any one thing for very long. So Carrie, one of the things that you talk about, and I want to reintroduce you, I'm Angie Miller. This is Strong Mind, Strong Body. We're talking about the power of testimonials and how testimonials build trust, trust in you, trust in your product and why they are so powerful for anyone out there, whether you're selling personal training services or coaching services, and I have my good friend, Carrie Childers, who is also an amazing keynote speaker coach, talking about why testimonials are so powerful. So Carrie, one of the things that you and I talked about is <clears throat> how do you ensure that you're testimonial worthy? I and I think that's an that. interesting thought about that. How do you know you're testimonial worthy? Well, what are you doing? What, what would you say to someone? Well, and it makes it a lot easier to ask for that testimonial, right? When you're feeling really great about the service that you provided. Um, I was telling Angie, I worked with a man named John Maxwell, who some of you all may know back in 1999. And he used to always say, people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. And I think all of us, your audience and me included, we're in the service industry, right? And the most important thing we can do in the service industry is serve well. And we all know that people are coming to us with a slew of their own personal problems, challenges at work, all of those things, different personalities. And let's be honest, the service industry can be difficult in that way. But there was another mentor of mine, his name's Steve Harney, that launched a business 15 years ago in his garage. It's now a $20 million business. And he started with a quote that his dad told him which was always serve the person in front of you to the best of your abilities, irregardless of the financial gain. I love that. If we will stay so focused on serving the person in front of us well, I really believe the financial gain will come. And so I think it's important to stay very committed to that person sitting in front of you, giving them the best that you, the best of you, the best of your advice, and to not be thinking about the financial gain, the future business that could come, all of those things. Don't let that cloud your relationship with the person sitting in front of you. Just serve them really well. Um, I've had a number of times and experiences in what I do where that meant my client needed to go to someone else. And sometimes I wanted to keep them, but I knew it wasn't what was best for them. But when you make decisions like that and people understand that you really are putting their best interest above your own, that builds trust. And yeah. trust equals referrals. <laughs> trust so. equals everything. Trust is relationship. Trust is safety. Yeah. I always say that every time I think of the word trust, I think of safety. I feel emotionally safe with you. I feel, you know, safe in your presence. And, you know, <clears throat> talking about serving well in like what no matter the financial gain, it always makes me think of just life in general. For instance, you know, people who might help with your house cleaning, people might, who might help with washing your windows versus people that you're paying for coaching services. In my opinion, everyone should be treated with equal respect. 
Yes. Everyone is <clears throat> providing a service and that service is valuable for all of us or they wouldn't be in our lives. And as long as everyone is doing their best and providing the service or whether they are or not, I think that we all deserve respect in no matter what role we play. And so I agree with that. You know, if you're going to, let's say, I think sometimes coaches will take a client on and say, okay, well, I'll, I'll take less money because I know that you don't have it, blah, blah, blah. But if you're going to do that, do it with joy, do it with full intention. Don't do it with the idea of, well, they're not paying me as much, so I don't have to give them as much of my time. Then I don't think you should take that client, right? A hundred percent. I love that. And back to kind of the goldfish situation that we're in mentally with the social media. I think now more than ever, we have got to slow down. These are human beings that we are having relationship with and that we are serving. And with the mass marketing that we're all up against with this digital age and mass emails, I just think treating one another as human beings and going deeper in relationship has never been as important as it is now. We all know there's a loneliness epidemic and it's from us thinking that these folks on our Instagram influencing pages are our friends and they're not. So never has it been as important to slow down in the service you provide and take extra time to listen well and to hear not only professionally, but personally what's going on in your client's life. And that's gonna help you to serve them better. It's gonna help you to meet them where they are. So yes, I love that. And I always try to make it a practice to take a portion of what you do and give it to someone who can't afford it. That's a really important part of being a, in service, I believe. You know, there are going to be people who really need what you have to offer and can't afford it. Do take, you can't do that all the time, but we should take like 10% of what we should, we do should be given in that capacity to people who need it, but not can't necessarily afford it and do it with joy. You, um, that's an honor to be able to serve that person well. Right. It's like, don't give a gift to expect a gift in return. You know, exactly. so, you know, Carrie, you talk about, um, you know, when we're, we're asking for these testimonials and sometimes we're dealing with people who might be harder to serve than others, might have more difficult personalities. And one of the things that I think about in that is sometimes we shy away from those people for our testimonials, but I don't know who else out there has had this experience. But I've had people who have made themselves very difficult for me upfront for whatever reason. Maybe it's part of their personality. Maybe it's the part of their um, I'm going to test you. And then those are the people who are like your most loyal people who will do anything for you. So I guess I would encourage people don't discount even your difficult personalities, don't you think? Oh my gosh, the difficult personalities are the best classroom for learning when we're in a service industry, right? I mean, this is the time where we really get to put ourselves aside and focus on the difficult person. Now, I'm not one for being in toxic relationships with clients. I have had to fire clients before and sometimes they cross a line. However, there are opportunities to sit back and watch what your reaction and your response is and kind of assess, am I making this about me? And it's really not. Mm -hmm. And in that, there's such a great growth opportunity to go, okay, this person is being difficult because it's their personality or, you know, fill in the blank. However, I can still serve them and not make this about myself and not take what they're doing personally. I think that is an incredible 
incredible opportunity to grow. And just like you gave a testimonial to, when you move towards these people, guess what? They're not only difficult to you, right? They've been difficult to a number of people in their path. When you can move towards them and continue to serve unconditionally, then that person is going to be a raving fan for life because chances are they've had a thousand people walk away in fear of their personality and they probably just really need somebody that can meet them where they're at and understand. So, yes. And someone to open the door and invite them into a positive situation because to your point people just end up walking away and being scared of you know they're not going to say anything nice but inviting them into a space where they can be positive and they can shine is a place where they're not used to being but um you know you i know mentioned that you have a story about a client um to help him move to a place that was better for him even though he was one of your favorite clients um, I'm curious about that. Is that the client that you just mentioned or? Yeah. And I got to tell you, like when it first happened, it felt like rejection. It wasn't rejection because I was making the introduction and I felt like I had gotten him to a level where potentially there was another person that could move him further. And so I had to be okay with making the introduction, but it didn't take away the sting. I mean, there was probably a good solid week of where I felt hurt and I had to keep telling myself this was the right thing for him. You are going to serve the person in front of you, even when it's not the right thing you feel like for you. So it was just such a great exercise of even when it hurts, even when it stings, that's what we sign up to do when we commit to be in a service industry is when we know we're not what's best for them, even to go to the point of referring them to someone else when you really wanted to keep them. Like, can you do that and not feel it as a rejection, but just know it was the next right thing. And it's difficult, but it was such a great growing experience for me. And um, I'm think, I, I think the more we practice that, the easier it gets too. So the first couple of times you give someone away, I don't know how to say that, um, you know, are going to be hard, but then it gets easier and easier. And the interesting thing with the trust and the testimonials is I've never done any media marketing at all. And I continually have a waiting list. And I know it's from giving people that kind of service. There's no other reason why I would be as full as I am. So it works. Well not always even to your point about testimonials. Sometimes it's not even testimonials that you see or hear it's word of mouth. Yes. That is a testimonial. So, you know, we're promoting testimonials that you can visualize and watch video form and read, but there's also the testimonial of the last client that you work with telling the next client so that there is always a wait list. Yes. Um, because people are your best testimonial and them telling their best friend or them telling their brother or sister is a testimonial. And so even if it doesn't go on your site, it's it's word of mouth. And that is I do think that it, while I say that, though, I think if you could capture them, though, just in case. Right. So you can... <laughs> yes. Yes, but word of mouth is the best marketing strategy and kind of back to what we were talking about with difficult people or all different personalities. I think what we get the opportunity to do is teach people how to do business well, right? So you might be teaching what you're you've signed up to teach, whether that be health or for me coaching with speaking, but you're also having an opportunity to teach people how to do business well, how to care for others well. And so it's much bigger, I think, than what we automatically sign up for. Yeah. 
yeah, that makes a lot of sense, actually. Um, so Carrie, what else would you say about testimonials that you think is important to know? I know we've kind of talked about how you ask for a testimonial, what you do with them, putting them on your website, on LinkedIn, so forth. Um, and, you know, getting uncomfortable in, as far as being able to ask people to speak well of you. Um, what else would you say? Anything else you would add to kind of that whole thought of why it's so important to get testimonials? Well, I mean, back to what you said, everybody's reading reviews right now. I probably spend much more time researching and reading reviews than I do researching and reading what the actual product is I'm buying. So it's it's never been as important as it is now. And it's difficult for all of us to reach out and make the ask. But another thing I suggest is gamify it. Um, you know, just like when you have to reach out for cold business, nobody likes to do that gamify it. Grab a friend and be like, you know what? I need to get some testimonials. Let's block this time on our calendar together. I'm going to text you when I'm ready and you be ready too. And we're going to spend one hour thinking through who could we reach out to for testimonials? Who have we served in the past year? And let's make a list with their email addresses and get a target list together and spend one hour and then put it to the side and don't think about it. And then the next week, text your friend and be like, all right, here we go. We're calling, we're emailing, we're going after our list and just kind of try to find ways to make it fun because it's uncomfortable. Nobody loves to initially reach out and ask for these things if you don't already have them. So try to find a strategy that just inspires you and encourages you to do it. <laughs> and once you get that ball rolling, it's going to get easier and easier and easier to make that ask. So try to gamify it, I think, when you get started. Yeah. I, I like that a lot, actually, because I think that all of a sudden it, it all otherwise just kind of falls to the bottom of the list or the bottom of the priority list. And it takes people a hot minute to get it together. You know, so when I first asked for testimonials for my retreat program, some of my friends, you know, a month had gone by. And uh, so it takes some time for people especially if they're not comfortable on camera to give them the courage to do it. And, and for me, I wanted it to be so authentic. So I didn't want to give them a lot of like, do this, don't do that. And I thought they turned out amazing, but I had to wait some time for them. So I, I like that. You got to kind of have a strategy because you could ask 10 people and it might, one might get in it in a week and it could be two months later and five haven't turned it in. Right. And don't be shy of following up. Like I know how many times an email gets to the bottom of my priority list just because I'm busy, but I really did want to return it. And so I think sometimes we may reach out via email or a, maybe a voicemail and we don't hear back and we think, oh, they don't want to give us a testimonial. I don't think that's necessarily true. I think we're all just really, really busy. So and that might take them a hot minute, like you said, to do. So don't hesitate to reach back out and make that kind of fun. Like, hey, just wanted to pop back into your inbox and see if you would mind following up on this. You know, so don't hesitate to kind of reach back out and remind people about doing it as well, even though it feels a little scary. Yeah, because I think you're right. Our mind goes to worst case scenario. Our mind goes to, I knew I shouldn't have asked that person. Right. I, I knew that they didn't value my services or I, you know, it's like, well, what if that's not true? What if they're just super busy and it's not that you're not a priority, it's that other things are also a priority. It's not an either or thing, right? It's not, so it's not, oh, you are important or you're not important. It's you're important and so are their kids and their family and everything else they have going on in their life, right? 
A hundred percent. And Angie, you do so much on your podcast about those very things. Like when we have those negative thoughts and we, what are you, there again is another learning moment. Like, how are we going to take that thought and go, now, wait a minute, this doesn't really make sense. They had a great experience with me. I had a great experience with them. I know they enjoyed the product. There'd be no reason why they're not wanting to give a testimonial. So we kind of got to watch our self-talk, right? (laughs) And this is another great opportunity to watch that self-talk. So yeah. And I think, you know, go back to the self-talk. I think testimonials are one of a, gr- a great way also for you to build your confidence. Yes. And I know that we shouldn't, you know, I, well, I don't want to use the word should, should is shame. But I, while I, I encourage my clients not to base their, their value and self-worth over off of other people's opinions, at the same time, I think it does ignite all of us. It fills all of our buckets when we hear someone say something nice about us. No, we don't want to determine our self-worth based on that. But yes, it feels amazing. And yes, it can inspire confidence. And even when I went back to my website and I was looking for those video testimonials, I listened to them and I was almost like sheepish, like, oh, really? You know, (laughs) because it felt so good to hear it. it. It just does. Well, and like any entrepreneur, there are those days where we think we are the queen of the world. And then the very next day, we're like, oh, my gosh, why did I ever do this? Right. Like, that's just part of being an entrepreneur. And so going back to read them or listen, like you said, on those days where we feel like, what was I thinking when I launched my own business is another great reason to put some effort and energy behind getting them for sure. Yeah, 100 percent. Well, you know, Carrie, I really appreciate you coming on. Um, I know you've helped me find a lot of powerful guests because you work with a lot of high-end, high-profile speakers. And uh, and as I mentioned, you've also helped me in my journey. So um, to all of our Strong Mind, Strong Body listeners, thank you for joining me. And Carrie, Carrie, how can people reach you? Carrie, K-E-R-I at CarrieChilders.com. Okay. So Carrie, thank you for coming on. Thank you for talking about testimonials. Thank you for talking about just being authentic in our message and being that person who serves well so that we are worthy of those amazing testimonials. And thanks to all of you, because Carrie, I'm with you. I just, I pour over those reviews and testimonials like they are, I don't know what. So, so to all of you Strong Mind, Strong Body listeners, thanks for joining us and we'll see you next time. 